Hello and welcome to another edition of Kent and the Steering Team. Uh, coming at you once again, uh, and it's that time of year, of course. That's right, middle of October. Um, once again, you're joined by myself, Phil, my good mate Drew, and uh, unfortunately, Kent can't be with us this week. He's actually off in the wilderness, um, still waiting for me to come back from my holiday. Uh, anyway, on with the show. Uh, yeah, as I just mentioned, I'm on holiday, so we are pre-recording this one um, rather impromptuly. It, feel, it feels like you're so far away and yet so close. I, I don't know how to deal with it. No, it's quite bizarre, Matt. Quite bizarre. It What's the word? Impromptu? Impromptuous? Impromptuously? The decision to record was impromptu. Impromptu. But how do you... Spontaneous? You, so there's no word that that's like impromptuously? No. Well, how no. do I do something improm- impromptu? Impromptuous. Impromptu. It's, it is impromptu. Impromptu. You have to rephrase to use... You, you have to phrase around the word. You can't adapt the word to your phrasing. Uh, well, what on earth are we doing here then? Recording um, a podcast. Oh, course. that's right. That's right. That's of course how can right. you forget such a thing? No, I don't know. I don't know how I forgot that. Um, what we've decided to do for this episode is uh, just through discussion. We're having a discussion... Um, in regards to films, we were just watching Johnny English, the original Johnny English uh, at my place. The best Johnny English. The greatest and the best and the original Johnny English. Uh, yeah, that's what we were doing. And uh, we decided, you know what? We're quite behind in uh, pre-recording these episodes because we've got to get three pre-recorded episodes out. We do indeed. Um, the order in which they're released, not too sure yet. We're kind of certain which way they'll be released. But of course, when this is released to you, we'll have no idea that we're having this discussion. But it's interesting to have this little uh, behind-the-scenes look at... Uh, well, we've forgotten everything that we're saying. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I'll finish editing this in a couple of days before I've even gone on my holiday, obviously. And uh, it'll go up on... Whenever it goes up, at the normal time that it goes up, whatever that is, I don't know what that is. A week and a bit. A week and a bit, or so, or whenever. A week and a half, yeah. So it'll be the first one. Okay, this will be the first one. This will be the first one. Okay, this will be the first one. Well, this is the first one the week that I'm away, which is the week I can't hint at what was in the last episode in case those plans fall through. Exactly. Anyway, so I can't even mention. This is the one that's after the week that Drew in- in- intros. Yes. That's how we <laughs> That's what are, how we, what are we do? Oh yeah, no, I remember a little bit of what yeah. we're doing last week, next week, next week, last week, well, this week, this week's episode, which for you listening is last week. It's all a bit wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. <laughs> we're very lucky that we nailed it when uh, I went away to India last time because we're <laughs> really struggling with making sure they're saving the episodes in the right order, and also because the intro music has three episodes each one, each episode before it changes. I had really struggled with naming the episodes lining up the music to make sure that they were in sync and that dictated the the release order. Because they didn't really make... Any, they weren't in any particular order. They didn't link at anything. Yeah. I mean, but we're not like a TV show that links to the previous episode. We just kind of... I mean, we could be, but... We don't. Previously on Kent and the Steering Team, we can't tell you because we're not at that point in time yet. Again, we wibbly-wobbly, no timey-wimey. Exactly. Episodes could theoretically be released completely sporadically in, in random order. And it if, that really case, if that were the case, we could skip certain episodes. Episodes where certain guests guest stars let's call them stars appear on the show and we just don't like what they say so we're like ah no 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 well i see it's funny i remember early on we started organizing this and stuff like that we're like you know what wow it's so easy to rec- to, to pre-record and just record in our rooms 
Yep. We can knock out a couple in a week and just have some up our sleeves in case we don't feel like recording one week. We've never done that. Uh, <laughs> in fact, we were under the pump to get them out in time to make sure that we had enough for when I went away because we had nothing prepared. I feel like we're under the pump even when you're not going away. We've been under the pump for our show all year. Yeah. However, it has paid off <laughs> because true. even though we never hear back from any of you on our various means of social media, we still increase in listens constantly which is fantastic we really appreciate all that you guys do to help that if we really do, do anything if you pass it on to anyone if you mention it to one friend that you're listening to a eh, podcast that's on on the way that's good enough exactly and look we would love to reward you we'd love to give you some good old-fashioned kent and the steering team merchandise but you actually need to interact with us on social media so that we can be aware of who you are and where we're sending it to. I also promise that if, if not through the podcast, but if, if somehow we make it in some capacity, I'll give you money. If you, uh, that with an asterisk next to it, considering, uh, with the intent that we make enough money. So therefore I won't mind giving money away. Therefore I need to have so much wealth that I need to be like, oh, pfft, geez, what's, what's 50 bucks, you know, or 75 cents, depending on where we're at. Exactly right. Well, I still, I'd care about 75 cents right now. Yep, I would too. We're at I that point. Be giving that away. I'm not, um, not a psychopath. Uh, on today's episode, um, here we are, five minutes in or so, and I'm getting to that. On today's episode, have we got that far yeah, already? I can't read the screen. You're, well, you're wearing those shoddy barley Ray Bans. Ray Bans that were sitting on my desk here because I dug them out of a drawer somewhere. But they're cool. There's no prescription in them. That's why I can't read. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, but also, I yes. see. I quite like them. I threw away about three pairs of these those crappy Ray Bans. You know how you get those crappy Ray Bans that have just like oh, I wish just the dodgy them. one. No, they're dodgy. Yeah, I they're like good for beach days when you can afford to lose your sunnies. I have a pair of white one white sunglasses that I do that with. Oh, good. Yeah, they're my sunglasses. S- hey, yeah. sunglasses. I've never yeah. thought of that. Yeah, patent <laughs> pending. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the re- the ones that Drew has on right now have red sides, and I think they're quite interesting. Um, mm. So I decided to keep them. The other ones binned. However, couldn't you just wear the 3D glasses to the beach? I could actually. I mean, everything would look rainbowy and a bit weird. I don't mean the kid one. Where I'm sure there's better ways of that happening in my life, but you know. That's true. Just look at a rainbow flag. Um, yes, yes. Drew just took a picture there. You know what the best thing about... So the jumper that I'm wearing right now, Spencer Project in reverse. It looks like ambulance. You know, when you look in the rear view mirror, if you look at the front of an ambulance, it says ambulance, but it's flipped. So the words aren't... The letters aren't just backward, aren't just in backwards order. They're just... They're like actually flipped. It's still flipped on the picture too. Okay, well... <laughs> no, well, go to Snapchat and you take a picture of it and then all it right, says it all forward. All right, let's do a Snapchat one for so you. So it's, it's great because the jumper I'm wearing then in reverse says it forward. And you know what's most interesting? I Obviously, I came to the realization very early on into looking at it when I got the jumper the first time and I opened it and went, oh, that's interesting. It's backwards. But like probably backwards, like ambulance on an ambulance. And Am- like ambulance is written on an ambulance. But then once I was brushing my teeth, this is only about a year. I have this done for about two years now or something like that. I was brushing my teeth like early this year and it only dawned on me then brushing my teeth in the mirror that it said Spencer Project back, like forwards then. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, my God, it's taking me this long to realize... I'm not very efficient. Anyway, now we are seven minutes in. I still haven't said what's on today's show. Uh, we've got a fantastic what um, uh, episode coming up for you. Full of rumblings, um, ramblings, and... Yes, your favorite kind of episode where there's little organization and plenty of rambling. And that's like every episode. Yep. Uh, that's why it's all your favorite. Um, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about uh, Mark Wahlberg. Because um, I have a man crush on him. And uh, you do we'll indeed. be... 
discussing our favorite Mark Wahlberg films. Films. Uh, in fact, I'm going to go through so not in no particular order, like a couple of the ones that I quite like, um, and Cyril Drew, and yes, uh, we'll also have Hold My Coke back for another week, and then we'll see how much time we got left at the end. Followed by second of the week, indubitably, indeed. Mm. Where do you want to begin? Um, let's begin with Hold My Coke. I'm quite excited about talking about Mark Wahlberg, but I'm terrified about, uh, it. So, at the same time, so let's go with Hold My Coke. Drew, what is this week's Hold My Coke? Hold My Coke is, um, it's a delicate one, isn't it? It's, Mm. it's that time of year, everything's getting festive, Christmas trees are popping up, presents, gift wrapping, and then we remember that it's only just turned October 1st here as we record. Ladies and gentlemen, we are celebrating Christmas in September. What the fuck is wrong with us? Yes, of course, because at the time of recording, it's just gone 1st of October. So that's there just for those playing along at home, you can get engaged on where we are. Yeah. But yes, quick Christmas, cricket, quick Christmas decoration, well, cricket season, I guess. It is for us. Christmas season is upon us. We're not even at the very fast um, in populate. Your tummy made the sound and it put you off your words. No, I'm trying to... It didn't. Now I'm, now I'm off my train of thought. Damn it. Uh, no. Uh, the, we... Damn it. It's Christmas. Decorations up already. And we've skipped straight over the growing in popularity celebration of Halloween, which normally gets preference at this time of year. But we've skipped straight over that. And we've gone straight to Christmas already. Yeah. Normally you start to see like Woolies and Coles having like spooktastic... They do. They're spooktastic sales. Yeah, but no, we've gone straight to Christmas. Straight to Christmas. It's September. It feels like it's the earliest it's ever gone up. Normally you see it about mid-October or like December and you, uh, mid-October or, or like very early November and you go, oh my God, already. But now we're... we're I, feel, I feel like the time's flying because I feel like I was raging only, only days ago. I was raging over the fact that we had hot cross buns in January. Well, are they getting a... I know that we always say, oh, wow, it feels like it's getting earlier and earlier. I don't remember it being in November, in uh, September ever. No, before. neither do I. I remember late October, there were little bits and pieces mm. starting. I know that our work was, in the last couple of years, they were um, prepping Christmas products around October. Mm. But even then, like, rollout has always sort of been around 1st of November mm. onwards to give them the extra month. Mm. But, but here we September, are. September. And mid-September. And all the stores are doing it. I walked into Maya the other day, and, yeah. I, and I must say, it looked amazing. They had, for the first time in years, I saw beautiful traditional decorations, and I felt happy to see it there, but I knew it just doesn't belong there yet. No, it's way too early. Have they got nothing better to do with it? Are they literally just waiting, and they can't wait? They get impatient. So, we're going to make the holiday happen earlier. We are going to generate a longer holiday, even though it, it, it's going to... It's that hallmark. It's that hallmark thing. It is. It's the hallmark thing. What's going to happen when December 24th and 25th roll around? Everyone's going to be like, oh, is it over already? Let's yeah. Just, let's just get past it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know what, what's going to happen. But what's interesting um, to me is that, you know, it's almost like they may as well have a Christmas in July thing. Actually, well, then it would just be Christmas decorations all year round, because they'll probably start setting that up in about... Oh... January. So we'd have about three weeks off uh, between December and mid-January, and then it'd be Christmas in July, and then 
probably, oh, gee, probably mid-August uh, in the future they'll start putting up the Christmas decorations for real Christmas. I'm waiting for the New Year's stuff next month. <laughs> All the balloons and the streamers and the, the little kazoos. And yeah, and those, 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 those things that you spin the around. whirly crank things. Um, yep. In Europe, do they celebrate Christmas in July? Is that just a Southern Hemisphere thing? I thought that was a European thing, Yule Fest. But it's in Christmas in July. Now. I know, but I thought it was something that was celebrated. Well, I, 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 thought, didn't, I never felt like it was an Australian well, I thing. Thought it, it feels more... It does. It, it feels, feels European-y. Not only that, though, but the title, Christmas in July, seems too clever for an Australian to have come up with. Oh, God, yes. Uh, we'd come up with, like, oh, Aussie winter Christmas. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, well done, yep. you tried. Yep. Good effort. Yep. Pat, yeah. Pat on the back. I, gee, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, obviously, we could start saying, well, we could prepare for... But, you know, here we are in October. All and, right, just uh, wait till January. January, yes, of course. I oh. hope this guy's batteries still last by then. Imagine that. Uh, That'd be a bit sad. Oh, he would have grown up and his voice would have gotten deeper. Happy Easter. <laughs> He'll sound like the, the dweeby teenager in The Simpsons. <laughs> um, Christmas decorations are going up to What's your opinion on... I know that Halloween is fast approaching as well. and I think <clears> our <throat> Halloween episode will have... I think it might have to be pre-recorded even. Will it? I'm not sure. I think it might be. Uh, we'll see, but um, what's your opinion on this ever-growing uh, Halloween thing? Honestly, what's your opinion? I know that you like the fact that there's Christmas, there's, there's Halloween movies and stuff like that, and you know it's cool this idea. But we're not America; it's not going to be the same thing ever. What do you think of Halloween becoming this thing, being this essentially this commercial holiday that has been successfully integrated? I'm a fan of the extent. holiday, but I think it has about as much relevance here as Thanksgiving. Yeah, so to say there's absolutely there's, no relevance whatsoever. There's, there's no relevance. And and honestly, if they were to make it culturally relevant in any way, shape or form, they would need to educate the Australian public on what Halloween actually is, where the holiday comes from, and why 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 it even exists. And that's the thing. Like, American children know where the holiday comes from and... And, and they use the and the rituals mm. and e- even over parts of Europe because it's got a couple of different interpretations, but the holiday exists in one form or another for a certain reason here, even though we're founded as a Christian country, it, we're not actually They've worked so hard to turn us into a multicultural society that, um, I, I think any kind of message, uh, any kind of um, religious message has been lost in there. And as a result, holidays like Halloween will only be known here for knocking on doors mm. with candy or dressing up in costumes because it, it is a religiously mm. based holiday, much like Christmas or Easter is, but, but in a very different end of the spectrum. I always dig up this story every year, but I, st- I still remember the the vagueness of the understanding of Halloween, even to the point of trick or treat. Yeah. Got me that one year when some people knocked on my door and they said trick or treat. And I said, all right, trick. And they just looked at me just completely baffled, baffled by yeah. the, by the statement. And I was like, well, well, what did you just say to me? And they're like trick or treat. And I was like, yeah. Like, can we have some like lollies? No, I said trick. Well, do you not get, I, end up, I also gave people cornflakes on you. Um, Good on you. Well, I wasn't prepared for trick or treat or Halloween. Like who the hell cares? Um, yeah, look, it. Uh, we used I, to just go to the door and say no. <laughs> oh, 
No. And close it. Pretty much. Again, my street does it really well. We have the flies that we put up in the window if you want to part- partake or nothing at all. Feels like it's died a bit this year, seeing as all the kids are growing up, little kids in here are growing up, but that's okay. Not my problem. I would just love to get that idea out and let other communities use it. Because it is a very good idea. need to maybe do one year living in America and experience the holidays in their oh, natural yes. habitat. And all the candy. So, I, oh, I would just get bag after bag of candy corn because I love candy corn. I would just get bags and bags of anything that's got sugar in it. M&M's, American M&M's. M&M's. That are so much nicer than Australian M&M's. Which are so much better than Smarties because they're horrible. Because Smarties can go back to Britain. Smarties are gross because Smarties have an actual flavor to them. They don't mean for them, but the coloring bleeds into the taste of the chocolate. It's gross. Okay, okay. So here's my... And and everyone will correct me on this. And M&M's chocolate is better anyway. Anyway, go on. M&M's chocolate is better. I firmly believe that you can taste the color difference in M&M's. I don't agree. And I don't know whether it's true or not. I just feel like I know I can shut my eyes and guess them. And most of the time I get it correct. And I remember someone challenged me with it at school once and I got it right. And I was very, very happy about that. But... I'm probably completely off. Maybe it's the density of the of the color might make some difference. Mm. But I can always tell when I'm having a blue one. I can always tell when it's a brown one. Yellow and red are a little bit similar. Greens. Blue green. was the newest color to M&M's, wasn't it? I think it was. Yeah, I think that was a question on like who wants to be a millionaire or something like that. Yeah. Um, but blue's been around for over 20 years now. Um. Oh, no. The, that question was on a game show where people had to hedged their bets and put their money on a table on oh. what they thought the right answer was. And oh. they got it completely wrong. I can't remember what the answer was. Oh, um, my favorite M&Ms are the brown ones, though. Because I feel like they're the same as the chocolate on any. Yeah. Mine's blue, then brown, then orange, then green, then red, then yellow. Do you do that thing where you try to bite the chocolate off? Uh, bite the, 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 shell the, off? the shell off? Yep. And yep. then, oh, it's just such a desire. It's such or, a crappy idea. Or, or um, be really gentle and like put it in your mouth, but but don't break it or crack it or anything, and then take it out once the color's gone, and then you have a white shell M M&M. and M. No, I've not done that. <gasps> it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I like I like just putting it between my teeth, like on ends, and just like butting down really gently and have it go, and you can like yep. peel the two complete halves off. Yep. That's so stupid. Why would we do that? That's great. If you do it super carefully, you can pop them open like an Oreo and just take out just the chocolate. Yes. Yeah, you can have the shell just go. It's such a satisfying feeling when you can achieve that. With Smarties, I'd rather throw them on the floor than eat them. Because they just leave, always leave me disappointed. Like, I've got good memories of Smarties from childhood, but I always remember I... that just we couldn't have M- M&M's. The option was Smarties, and then... We got older and was like, actually, no, we're going to go to M&M's now. And I was like, yes, yes, M&M's. I remember Smarties because of the box. You could open the box and it would look like... Some of them, like, there was a special edition where it would look like animals. Like animals with their mouth. Yep. I remember that. That's why I remember Smarties. But I remember remember Smarties always just... The texture was a little bit weird. Like, they're really flat. Like, they're... They're too flat. Yeah. Have you have you tried the, the, the European equivalent ones that you, you seem to be able to get? Where they're really like pa- pastel yeah, colors? Yeah, the pastel colored ones. And, yes. the, and the chocolate is actually really nice. <laughs> it's so much better than Smarties. But but they do a minis <laughs> version as well. And it's and it's like really? M&M minis in that the candy to chocolate ratio makes it taste like this completely different thing. Because the candy is so nice. Why are mini M- M&M minis so good? 
I think because of that candy to chocolate ratio. They feel softer as well. They're not as crunchy. Yep. Well, and they've got a different color because they do pink in there. That, that lightish pink color. And that's been there since day one. Because they came out... Why didn't they do that in normal London? I don't know. They came out mid to late 90s because I remember the 1998 Easter show getting the M&M Minis bag and it was the first mm. year they had done such a thing and I was so excited with all these M&M Minis. Those canisters were fantastic. Do they still, that, they yep. still come yep. in? Yep, they still do it by the canister. Yeah. But um, what, what that thing, it came with a giant red M&M, like a plastic M&M container that you could pop open and pour all your M&M Minis into that there. That still exists though. Does it? That contain yeah, I get I normally get one of them for Christmas every year. Or well, it's either a bucket now, but they still make the they make them in gold and red. I've never I've M&Ms. never I've never seen an M&M container came up, like came that ever them. again. Came up to them. And you, I, twi- I, and you can I love twist getting the tubs. Yeah, you can, twi- you can twist the uh, twist it open and there's you can pour your M&Ms into it. It's like awesome. a serving bowl. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm. But you know what'll happen in a few months time, it'll be and they'll have the M&M speckled eggs again in the bucket. What were they again? They're the, they're the crispy M&Ms shaped like Oh, eggs. that's right. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And they're the speckled ones. Oh, I just different can't, colors I just can't wait for Cadbury Easter eggs. The, the little ones. The kilo egg. Oh. Those are like the little ones. The, yeah, the, the bag, solid the ones. bag of the little ones. Or the Those mi- bags get smaller and smaller every year, though. They, they used do. to be they enormous. Do. Or no, the mini cream eggs. I don't like cream eggs. I don't either, but the mini cream eggs are a completely different thing. And I, they taste delicious. I completely agree in that I hate crunchy because I'm not a fan of like honeycomb because I'm not. Oh, But crunchy Easter eggs are fantastic. I love them. They are pretty nice, actually. Yeah. I've, I've had them. They're just, they're little, they almost taste like Rice Krispie. There's so little honeycomb in it. It's almost like Rice Krispie. It's bizarre. This makes me think about crunch bars. Oh, I love crunch bars. I used to crunch smash bars. them. Same. Crunch bars always reminded mm. me of the Cadbury little animal um, chocolate. Furry chocolate. friends. Yeah. They still sell those. Yeah, I know. They're fantastic. They're so good. Um, what were we talking about again? Oh, Halloween. No. What are we talking about? Christmas? Christmas. 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 <laughs> I can't remember what we were talking about. Tangents. Um, are there any chocolate specifics, specific things to... to... Oh, my stomach. I hope no one this has. This is because you didn't get food before. I did get food. No, it's my body processing the food. You can get second dinner. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. There's advent calendars. I do love our There's advent calendar. There's Kinder advent calendars. So Kinder's the <gasps> greatest chocolate. Do you know what it's time for then? Get us an advent calendar. Well, yeah, but do you and know what you them? put in the advent calendar? Like you get ones where you can put, not just Kinder, chocolate coins. It's chocolate Aye, coins season again. Uh, chocolate coins. I've had more chocolate coins this year, I think, than in my, I've haven't have, blah. I've had more chocolate coins this year than I've had in my entire life, I think. I think that's partly because we have a very good friend that likes to buy them for us. Well, because they're great. Yes. <laughs> um, Kinder Chocolate, though, is the greatest chocolate of all time. And to get a Kinder Advent Calendar... I don't think I can argue with that. I actually love Kinder a ridiculous amount. Like, it, it's funny. Because the servings are so small with it, you can't really get sick of it. And it's so expensive that you can't buy enough to get sick of it. Like a block of Cadbury is cheap. You just smash that and then you, you go, it tastes delicious, but you'd sit there and go, yep, I had way too much. So I think I'm going to die. I feel like that every time. And all but, I have to do is go through two rows and I'm like, oh, I'm dying. Oh, really? You do well. Yeah, but I get, I get the ones that filled with other shit. Oh, so okay. I, I get, just go the, get the plain ones. I was very happy the other day. I went into the fridge and found that I still had a block of the Cadbury s'mores block. What's a s'more again? Um, uh, da, 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 graham crackers with melted marshmallows oh, yeah. and chocolate. I don't like marshmallow. <gasps> you know this. I do know this, but I'd still. <gasps> yeah. Uh, everyone says it about my 
weird likes and dislikes for but, but, junk but, food. But, but melted marshmallows mixed with um, rice bubbles and put into little um, chocolate crackle Do you remember things. Inner Biscuits? I miss Inner Biscuits. And you can get the m ones that were terrific. I miss Inner Biscuits. Uh, yeah, no, so, well, look, uh, <sighs> Kinder Chocolate's the best. You can't ever get enough to be sick of it. It's just really nice having that. Do they still sell pods? Yeah. I need to get some pods. But only like Snickers and Mars ones. I don't mind Snickers, Mars. And... I haven't had Skittles in years. It's the Twix one. I love Skittles, but it doesn't love me back. Too oh, really? Much, too much sugar. Yeah. Too much sugar. I'd have to be eating it a lot for a consistent amount of time for it to not affect my skin or anything. I'm really weird. I used to love the black currant ones, whatever they were. They're very sweet, the black currant ones. No, but I prefer the orange ones the best, or the lemon ones. Lemon is my number. Okay, so what I do when I get a bag of Skittles, I empty the entire bag out and then put them back in with my favorite color at the bottom and my least favorite at the top. So it'll be yellow at the bottom, followed by orange, followed by <laughs> purple, followed by red, followed by green, because apple is my least favorite. That's followed the grossest by the one. Yep. Yep. It's the grossest one in the world. Yep. Why didn't they get rid of it? I don't know. Or make it lime flavored. Have you had the sours once? Yes. So much nicer, but... Still. I wish Why they, they did the sours lime? flavors, but in normal. Why do they make they it should lime? make it lime, but the people don't like citrus so much for some but it's, weird no, but reason. But it's funny. It's like lollies, like like gummy lollies, like mm. Alan's lollies and stuff like that. Um, orange and green are my favorite ones. I don't like when they make the green one like apple flavored again. But if it's lime flavored, it's the best thing. Green lolly, not... Apple lolly, green lolly is the best. I have, I have a problem with lime flavored candy when it tastes like lime cordial because it doesn't taste like real lime. It tastes like cordial. I don't lime. know if you remember. They're like the they're like more original of that sugar coated one, the sour lolly where they're sugar coated. Yep. yep. And it used to be green. It looked like apricot almost. Hang on, like the, the sour unbearables, the little sour bears where they had the, the lime flavored ones. No, they were little green like because they taste like lime things. lime. Just little green dollop things. They look like dried apricot kind of thing. They're oh. green. They're like they're like the yeah. the no frills lolly that everyone would have. And I, it's like, I remember those. No one really liked them. But used no, to get I, them in the black and white bag from Franklin's. Yeah. Yep. But no, I yeah. love them. They're I excellent. I love them. I miss I, Franklin's because they were lime flavored. Does Franklin still exist? I don't know. I used to love that you could just get your cardboard boxes after the checkouts to take your stuff home in. I used to love that they're they're like and all the no frills. Yeah, their factory <laughs> brand was no frills. How, like, sad is that? It's just no frills. A black box with Times New Roman... Uh, sorry, a white box. Yep. Times New Roman in black font on it. Just... No frills flaked corn. Yeah, it was just... Flaked corn it. cereal. <laughs> and the no frills logo was just no frills in, like, a rectangle. A black rectangle. No frills. Yep. And then wool- really and then no Woolies with home brand. Does home brand still exist? Exist or has it become Select? I think it's become Woolworth Select, which is really disappointing because I used brand. to... I used to love going to my granddad's house and he would always have a pack in the fridge of home brand mint biscuits and they were like on oh, its mint slice but the, the home brand ones and you know how you can always see that little lump of the mint in the yeah. Arnott's one the lump was like twice as big on the home brand one okay, and the mint was white not green oh, and it but it was nicer it would it, they tasted so much better I I used to love with home brand, um, their version of rice bubbles was really salty. And also bigger. They were like puffier yeah, but, pieces. But actually, I didn't like... The thing I didn't like about them was that they were salty. They were weirdly salty. They were. Like, but, we- they were but they were, they were always the one that the schools would get when you go on camp. 
Yeah. <laughs> and serve you in the morning. No, be over there because you'd be sitting there going, "Oh, good," and then you, you realize you need more milk because otherwise you just taste salt. Yeah, it was weird. Um, and also, it's funny, funny story. I once the home brand version of Wheat Bix was called Wheat Biscuits. Yep. I and so that. as a joke once, because we used to get the home brand ones, I just wrote on the shopping list, wheat biscuits. <laughs> My dad came home from the shops then with this, I, 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 God bless him. Like it was a, like adorable and fantastic. Like I love that it happened. Bless that it happened. He came home with this packet of like biscuits called wheat biscuits. Oh God. And he's like, "Is he, are these the ones that you're after? And I was like, no, I meant like wheat bicks. I felt really bad. From then on, I was right wheat bicks. Like I, I, it's funny to this day, I feel terrible that that happened because he tried, he must've tried, like he must've been like, what do you mean? Wheat biscuits. And like tried really hard up and down the aisles and found I could just picture him doing the walk too. Like the effort, the effort, like. He'd have, he'd have his basket in hand looking for So much love for my father. Like, and just that, like he, that's fantastic. I love that that happened. Yeah. I love that that happened. And again, credit registry, he found wheat biscuits and they were fine. I just, I just meant wheat biscuits though. Um, uh-huh. yeah, that's, that's a funny story. Anyway, that's a big tangent. Uh, let's get, uh, cracking then. So there you go. That's why Christmas in, um, September or Christmas decorations in September is, uh, the topic that we're discussing. And that's why it's our hold my Coke for this week. Anyway, moving right along to our uh, other segment. And that of course is Mark Warburg films. Indeed. Why did we bring it up again? We brought it up because we were t- we were watching Johnny English and John Malkovich is in the original as the villainous Frenchman Pascal Sauvage, and you mentioned the fact that he was in Deepwater Horizon, yes. and that led us to talking about the uh, films made between director Peter Berg and star Mark Wahlberg because yes, they've done quite a few films together, and that led into your fangirling over Marky Mark. And boing. Fangirling, yes. yes. Um, yeah, I look, I don't I don't know why either. I really don't know why, but I just really like Mark Wahlberg films. Wahlberg films. Um, oh, and I don't know why. I wish I knew why. I wish I could explain it. But uh, yeah, I, I love his films. And I, I find that, I, that a lot of them are in some ways more gritty than other films. Um, they tell a more realistic story. In some ways, um, of course, that's just the more recent ones for sure. Like totally, but you know, even if I think to um, contraband, if I think to um, the Italian Job, Italian Job was a bit of a, a wank, but I loved the Italian Job, the, the remake. Even like I think it doesn't stand up next to the original, but still, it's a pretty damn good job. It's a good fun movie to watch. It has excellent rewatch value. Yeah, it I've really watched it does. so many times. I've lost count. Um, so favorite Mark Wahlberg films though, you know, there's Departed, Pain and Gain. I think Pain and Gain is my favorite. Pain and Gain is a good film. It's such a long, that I've not seen. (laughs) Can we watch it? It's such a long film, but I love it so much. I think you have a notification on your phone. I do. I just come up on my computer as well. You started a live video. So I have started a live video. These people that are not watching are going to have no idea what the context is at all. I know because they're, they're getting a sneak preview of this episode a week and a half. A week and a half? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, a week and a half early. Hi, guys. Welcome to the dulcet tones of Kent and the steering team. Anyway, as we were talking just before. Don't we, mind, uh, Drew. Yeah. Yeah, don't mind me. It's okay. I'm a little bit crazy. It's the sunglasses. I can't help it. 
Anyway, we were talking about Mark Wahlberg films, and your favorite Mark Wahlberg movie is Drum 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 Drum. Yeah, Pain and Gain, I think. Pain and Gain. I've only seen it a couple times, and it's so long that it's so hard to watch it again. Because it's again. a Michael Bay film, of course it's long. <laughs> but it's it's great. It's it is based on a true story, and it is as close to true as possible. Um, the fun part is when halfway through the film, it actually comes up with, "Yeah, this is still a true story." Yep. Like it has to remind us. Just remember, it's a real story, this, because uh, it just gets ridiculous. But it's fantastic. It's I, so well told. I need to watch it. Um, I really do. We know you have to wait till I can watch it with you. Oh, okay. Um, potentially okay. on the I'll projector. Wait. It's a great film. I'll wait. Um, it's okay. I can wait. Uh, there's there's Lone Survivor. Again, he's playing a, uh, a soldier, you know, a special, almost special soldier, a special forces soldier. Yeah. Um, but... Not as if he's superhuman, as if he is just a human in like a tough situation. Okay. And that's why I love who's director again, Peter Berg. That's why I love films with Pete, Peter Berg because it's yeah, Lone Survivor. Um, we had Deepwater Horizon and we had um, Patriots Day. Patriots Day, and those three films all portray Mark Wahlberg playing as a real person, not as just a character. It's, it, they're true stories and they're real people and they have real emotions and that's interesting to have someone like Mark Mark Wahlberg who's like this action hero you know having a breakdown or something like that or like being in a, a crap situation where he's frightened and he doesn't know what to do and that's really real and really cool and again the the way they're made is so realistic and they really immer, immerse yep you in the situation um that's why I love and and he 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 does a good job at funding these things and producing these things and being involved in the creation of these things. And he takes it really seriously. He's, he's not a method actor, but he, the way he gets into these characters is fantastic. I mean, even he, he gives 110%. Yeah. So no one can fault him on, on the, on on him or his films. I I think he is a very committed person in what he does. Yeah. His lifestyle is very committed to to fitness, of course. Yeah. Uh, Not even just, just as simple as husband and father. He's very, mm. and he's very open about it. There's love for his family and, you know, the family business with the Wahlburgers and absolutely like that. It's excellent. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah. So yeah, Pain, I, Pain and Gain's your Pain top and Gain's marky, number one. Film. Number two would probably have to go to, I mean, in no particular order. It's, it's either Lone Survivor, Deepwater. I think Deepwater Horizon actually would be number two. Um, I need to watch that and uh, Patriots Day. I watched that on the plane because oh, I wasn't sure one. if I'd like it, but I watched it and went, I love this film. I think I'm really behind on the Mark Wahlberg. I think films. so. I think so. Uh, there's 22 Mile. Mile 22. Mile 22. That uh, you keep calling. Yeah, the other one. And I haven't seen it yet, and I really want to go and see it, but I'm annoyed that <coughs> Robert Hudson, but I haven't gone and seen it, so I really need to go and see that because I keep saying, uh, do I need to see it in the cinema? Yes. Yes, I do. Because I know that when I watch it later, I'm going to be like, I wish I watched that in the cinema. Maybe we can go later today or tonight. After yeah, maybe. That's maybe. not a bad idea. We'll see what um, we can do. I would love to do that. Uh, yeah. The Departed. Such an all-cast star. All-cast. I didn't, I didn't even think of The Departed. What did I say? All-star cast? Yeah, all-star cast. <laughs> that. Uh, I didn't even think of that. Now this makes yeah. it tricky. Oh, God. Yeah. And then there's Italian Job and Fear and... Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. Um, Daddy's Home. Daddy's one Home and 1 and 2. The, the other guys. guys. Ted. Ted 2. Ted! Yeah, you, not, you can't forget Ted. You, oh. um, there's M. Night Shyamalan's... Uh, 
he was on a trough with this one with the happening um, shooter. I can't remember what shooter was about because shooter is not a memorable film. By any. shooter shouldn't even have existed, and even then, it should not have spawned a TV series with Ryan Fuller. Which one's shooter about? Shooter is the one where he's like. This is how vague my memory of it is. He he was some sort of ex special forces. Oh, I know which one that, it is. That then goes on the... Like, he gets framed for something and he goes yeah, on the run to try and clear his name. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and it's just a lot of him giving moody looks and running. And I... Yeah. I, there was also... Um, uh, not Mad Max. It was Max Payne, the Rockstar video game that yeah, I, uh, spawned I, a movie. I avoided that movie. And... Uh, I did not uh, watch that. More, there's more films that he's done, but I can't think of them right now. IMDb. Okay. Uh, well, now you go through it. Now you have to think about what movies you like. Well, I'm. I'm oh, look! I, I know my number one, mm-hmm. and it's sad because you you've trashed it a few times, not horribly. Mm-hmm. The Italian job. I mean, trashed it. It's, it you're is, like you're I, like, oh, it's not that great. Oh. No, it isn't. No, no, it's not that great. Next to the original, the original. Yeah, it's, to be it's fair. its own category. Yeah, I, to be fair. I, yeah, no, yeah. don't get me. Yeah. I absolutely adore the Italian job. Mark Wahlberg's. Ita- He's the it's, the first action star that had a side parting. I and he, they drove new minis down a subway. They had to build those yeah. minis with electric engines because yep. of the pollution levels in the tunnels. Like they did a lot for that film, and I know a lot about that the film. I, I love that film. Seth Green in there with his laptop. Mosdef. Oh, Jason Statham. It's just that that was really early and Statham Char- and Charlize. Yes, it's and and Donald uh, Sutherland. I was about to say and Edward Norton as the villain. Like it just it, to me, it doesn't get much better than that because. It's this action film. It's a caper. It appeals to a wide audience where, you know, young, old, male, female, it doesn't matter. It's got something for everyone. It's got heart, humor, action, romance. It's all in there. It's the everyman film Mm -hmm. with the wonderful American everyman, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg also did The Fighter, The Gambler. Of course he did The Gambler. I knew knew that. I watched that. Um, I watched that. That was excellent. Planet of the Apes. Remember that one? Yes, I do. Um, It's not bad. It just, when you watch every other Apes movie, it's awful. Two Guns? Yeah, I remember Two Guns. That wasn't Jamie Foxx. It was was Denzel Denzel. Washington. Yeah, Yeah. Denzel Washington. Yeah, Denzel. Um, Contraband. Ah, Contraband. Contraband was a weird one. It slipped between the cracks and I I don't think it rated very well. I didn't watch it. It looked really good and then I just forgot to watch it. It didn't rate very well and it... Sadly, didn't really go anywhere, but I quite enjoyed but the, it. The trailer looked really yeah, good. Yeah, I quite enjoyed it. I, I really I wish the, I'd the watched Lovely it. Bones. <gasps> of course, The Lovely Bones. The Perfect Storm. I lo- the, the Lovely Bones would probably sit at my number two. And that, that's not that's not based on his performance per se. He's excellent in there, even though he was the second choice for the role. I mean, that's really... Ryan Gosling was number one choice for that movie. Really? Yep. And then he couldn't do it, so they got Warburg. Okay. Uh, Interesting choice. That's Entourage, of course. There's something on the screen. Entourage is definitely one of them. Perfect Storm. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, kind of... I don't want to play whatever that thing says to... Kind of, you're going to break your phone. You're going to break the podcast. Um, Yeah, that's that's that. That's... Yeah. But, um, yeah, look, Mark Wahlberg. Big fan. Big fan. We need to go see Mile 22. We need to watch Pain and Gain. We do. We need to watch Contraband. We need to watch Deepwater Horizon. Let's watch Deepwater Horizon. I love the soundtrack to Deepwater Horizon. It's such a good soundtrack. It's such a good film. 
It's got Kurt Russell in it. I love Kurt Russell. And again, what are you doing? Uh, and um, like what we said on a podcast a couple of weeks ago with Kurt Russell after talking about um, Hateful Eight, that uh, it was in, like the first movie in a string of movies that I saw him in. Yeah, I yeah. Because you know when he when he's kind of come back. Yeah, he's had cinema. he's had a little renaissance tour, hasn't he? Mm. Which has been lovely. It's been wonderful seeing him back on screens again. Indeed. But, uh, yeah, we will watch those. We'll watch several of them. Viewers, viewers, watch, listeners, listeners. Listeners. Go and watch a whole heap of Mark Wahlberg films. They're actually really good. Start with The Departed, I guess. I guess it's like a classic. It's Are you a cop? A cop? A cop? Mm. I'm not a cop. My house doorbell just rang, and it's one fifty-eight in the morning. Your house doorbell did just ring. I'm not going to be doing anything about that, if I'm honest. Who could it be? Probably no one, because the doorbell's a bit broken. Or sibling. No. No? There's only one in the country. I know. No, it wouldn't be. Um, she has a house. Uh, yeah, so um, that's that's, that's uh, Mark Wahlberg chat And there was one more topic that we had, and I can't remember what it was. That's what you say when we don't have another topic and no. we're trying to think of one. No, there was. What was the what other was topic? The last one. I said... I thought we were like, okay, we're good with two and we'll just work it Mark out. Mark Wahlberg, Christmas decorations... I'm going to listen back to this and be like, you said you were going to talk about whatever you said you were going to talk about. Maybe Ken of the Steering Team. The sick end of the week. God damn it. I always get those two mixed yeah, up. Yeah, that's probably it. At the Easter! <laughs> that's my favourite thing. <laughs> uh, well, look, I've got this American flag here. We can start naming some stuff. No. <laughs> I love doing that. Just need to bring that up. Oh, I've got an Indian flag here as well. No, you are not doing Indian. <laughs> Ow, that light was hot. Ow. <laughs> Oh. This is the part we should be uh, filming. He called you viewers before. We will actually turn you into viewers one day. Hopefully one day soon. We're thinking probably the new year because even though we thought we'd do it this year, it's been a big year. It has been a big year. We turned one. We did. We did. We turned one. And we increased our listenership exponentially. That's probably the best word. We did actually work out the percentage and it was quite staggering. Uh, so we thank you for that, of course. Um, okay. We always said there's no particular time to the show. Let's get to our favorite segment then. Of course, if you'd like to be on the show in the future, mm-hmm. when I've returned from my holiday, yes, um, end of October, I'll be back. We can get to us. Get to us. Talk to us. Just message us anything. Uh, stop us in the street and mention to us that you're, uh, you'd like to be on the show. You don't have to be a fan, just if you want to be on the show. If you want to try what it's like to be on a podcast... See how easy it is. If you think you can do us. it better than us, and let's be honest, I'm sure a few of you Yeah, absolutely. Could. Just get in touch with us and we'll talk about it. If you want us to plug something, if you're doing something small or whatever, you want us to want some information, want us to jump up and down about it, no worries. Come and see us. Talk to us. And if you want some <coughs> free merchandise. Yes, we don't have any merchandise, but you know, we will. One day. That's a whole other conversation. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's what we'll do. So uh, just come and see us and uh, we can do that. Of course, if you are on the show, you'll probably win this uh, award, and that is... An entry into the Sick Kent of the Week Hall of Fame. An entry. <laughs> Win an entry. <laughs> yeah, you get, you get to open the door and walk down the hallway. We have to rephrase it these days, don't we? Can't just give it to every guest. No, I mean, if you're on it for the second time, you're probably not going to get it again. Although uh, you, you can try. Feel free to keep trying for you can, it. You can try win the Sick Kent of the Week. Just damn it. The Sick Kent of the Year award. Yeah. If you do pay out on at least one of the co-hosts, though, it does impede your chances of winning the award again. Oh, I don't feel very... 
uh, I'm not very motivated to give that away. No. No. This is that moment where we do get to maintain our dignity. Or at least some tiny little portion of it. Yes, indeed. Anyway, uh, this week's winner. Now, we're doing this because we, thankfully, last year, we, we, we realized that, or even up to now, we realized that last year's in calendar year, up to now, even, we realized that we can actually give it to someone more than once. And I, we can't remember because we've completely forgotten to write down who's won it each week that we hadn't, we don't know if this person's won it before. Yeah. Um, so we're going to give it to, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we're going to give yeah. it to Mark Wahlberg. For being my man crush and for being such a great actor and doing such a great job of everything that he does. And for bringing the world Wahlburgers. Yes, indeed. Which we need to go try. I have tried. Which I need to go try. Which you need to try. I had it in Coney Island. How was it? Yeah, it was fine. It wasn't super special, but it was more just cool to be in a, in a Wahlburgers. I can imagine. Mm. Um, so that's what I did. And uh, I might even be trying it today as we speak. Because when this goes up, I'll be in New York. You will indeed. Yeah, so I could do it. Oh, well, if, you're not, if you're not eating pizza. <laughs> Every day. Um, Every day you're well, pizza ring. I need to have a pizza because they've got vegetables. Tomato paste. <laughs> yep, that's my vegetables for New York. Um, maybe an apple. We'll see. At least I know that they've been... I'm less likely to die from those ones than the fruit and the other place I was. An apple a day? Yeah. Yeah, uh, he keeps the guy that looks after you probably not this close. Who? Doctor? Doctor. Doctor. Who? Doctor? Who? What? Doctor Who? Oh, I got you. <laughs> I had no idea what was going on there. <laughs> I would have just kept going. Doctor. I know. <laughs> it was great. Oh, God. Uh, We're very good at amusing ourselves. <laughs> just the worst things ever. <laughs> Oh, God. Um, so, Mark Wahlberg, you get our Sick Kent of the Week. You are our Sick Kent of the Week. You are our Sick Kent of the Week. Um, and so, congratulations. And that's for being... We'd love to give awarded. you the award in person one day. One day we will. And you'll we tell will. us to go away in your Massachusetts uh, accent. But it's kind of going away these days. It is. The more movies he makes, the... Uh, that's why I love things like Ted, and that's why I love things like The Departed, where the... the boom. Boston, right there. Or Massachusetts leads. And even Patriot's Day. I think I that's really, why I want to... I really need to watch Patriot's Day. You really need to watch Deepwater Horizon. Yeah, everyone keeps swearing by it. Not just you, everyone goes it's, on about how brilliant it is. And again, so. the music's fantastic, too. No, but wait for me. Wait, wait till I return. All right, I, I will. Please. We, we do love our film music. We can probably watch both in one evening. Yes. That'd be cool. Double feature. And then we'll, the do a, then we'll do another night where we watch Pain Again, because it's long enough to take up two movies. Because Michael Bay. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Not many explosions, are there? Interesting. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Thanks for listening in for this week uh, that this is released. Sorry we're cutting it short, or you're welcome, either way. Yeah, he's one only about a couple of minutes. We're pretty close. Uh, anyway, make sure that you tune in next time. And, of course, if you would ever like to be on the show, just make sure you come and see us. Thank you, Mr. Drew. Thank you, Mr. Phil. No worries. Um, yeah.
to make with Giant Boy. Hey, Sean. When it hits you, yes, 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 you, Sean. When it hits you, yes, 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 When it hits you, yes, 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 you, Sean. When it hits you, yes, 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 you, you holler, yes, one, two. 